Boundaries. We're talking boundaries today, how to set them, how to honor them, especially with working from home when you're not used to it, how to balance personal and work life and still not work more than 40 hours a week. So stay tuned to hear my tips and tricks on how I've grown my business this year and still been present with my kiddos. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. Ah, hey. Uh, I'm sitting in my living room uh, today, but I am joined virtually by the amazing producer, Mr. Benner Mathers. Who? Benny Mathers. <laughs> Mathers. I can't do it. I can't. Hey, you know, last week I actually on another show I interviewed and helped interviewed uh, Jerry Mathers, the Beave from Leave It to Beaver. So that was kind of cool. That is cool. No relation, just let everybody know. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, I know. Really <laughs> like, were you? Tell me more. Um, yeah. Well, today we're talking about boundaries, mm-hmm. and I honestly, this show is happening uh, because I've had so many requests from people that I coach, from people that coach me. Uh, yes, I have a coach. Uh, probably a whole nother show on how important coaching is. That's okay. Is. Everyone needs a coach, even if you are a coach. The coaches need coach. Right. It's so important yeah. for life, business, success, all the things. But this is something that I'm actually really good at. And it's I've learned it over time. And right now in lending, especially, business is busier than it's ever been for most mm-hmm. people. And so trying to have some stimulants of balance in your life where you have boundaries set so that you're still present and um, with your family, have downtime is really, really hard. And how do you do that and not feel like you're losing out on potential business? Well, I'm going to tell you because I do do it. And uh, I wasn't there. Rewind. Okay. Many years back, uh, I was not good at this. Uh, it's a learned skill that I've gotten, you know, out of necessity, really. Because years ago when the kiddos were really, really young, I had three babies, still have three kids. And um, they, I would, I had a commitment to my husband. So I had a commitment that I would come home and be home in the evenings because he got off earlier. And so we'd have dinner together and I was there. I was there every night uh, for, you know, bath, bed, and dinner, all the things. But then as soon as the kids went to sleep, I woke back up and worked. Uh, Cause let's be honest, I fell asleep a lot, <laughs> putting them to bed. And then sometimes you need that, that, that nap in the later in the afternoon, evening. That's okay. Yeah. Sure. Sometimes you really need it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it's just so hard with their sweet little bodies when they're breathing. It's like, you can't not sleep. I know. So Those early parenting uh, days. Hmm. Oh, um yeah so I would wake up you know uh 10 o'clock and come back downstairs and work till two three o'clock in the morning and it was really really unhealthy and I think a lot of people right now in this business 
especially are struggling with how to turn work off and how to be present with your family or just have your own personal time. It is so hard, especially when we're working from home. You know, a lot of us are still working from home because of COVID. And I think might be this way for quite a while. Uh, so trying to figure out how you are focused at work when you're at work, but how you turn it off when it's time to stop. Cause you need time for yourself, whether you have kids or a spouse or not, you have to have downtime. And so uh, I'm going to tell you the things that I do, uh, to <laughs> manage this the best that I can. I think what's really hard, especially in any business, you know, it's hard to have boundaries, uh, when you're really driven and focused on your business, but in lending, especially it's tricky because it is such a time sensitive job and there's really no off time because as a lender, I don't know about you, but I wake up really early. You know, I'm in the office working, whether that's at home or in the office, 8 a.m. on. And then we work all day long till the end of the day, but then the day's over for us. Well, we wish, uh, but people are still buying houses and making offers and realtors don't work the same hours. And therefore it feels like there is no off. So how do you manage that? Uh, it's not easy telling you it's not easy, but it can be done. So to give you some perspective of what my life looks like right now, uh, I get up, I work, for, you know, all day during the week, but in the evenings I'm done. I'm present with my kids and my family. Uh, we have dinner together last night. We had Ray Bucks, which is Reagan, um, version of Starbucks. Oh, I was wondering what that would be all about. Uh huh. Oh, so cute. Hmm. So cute. And, uh, on the weekends, Pretty much Friday morning to Monday morning, I'm out of town during the summer. We have lake property and I'm gone uh, in a boat. So I'm not super, super available. I'm not in front of my computer. And we start the that weekend, those weekends in early June, especially this year, because um, there are no sports. And we're gone until the middle of September every single weekend. So far this summer, I pulled my computer out twice only two times on the weekend. And am I turning business away? No, I am not turning away any business. Um, do I tell my clients or my referral partners that I have off hours where I don't answer my phone? No, I do not do that. Am I available? Yes. Yes, I am essentially always available. Um, and am I doing more business than I ever was? Yes, I am doing more business. But on the weekends, on the evenings, I'm present with my family. So how do I do that and make that work? I kind of put it down to like a few steps. First of all, you got to know your value. You have to know your value. Your partners work with you for a reason. Your clients work with you for a reason. And it's not because you're on the phone with them constantly. It's because you're an expert. Okay. And how do experts act? Well, if you were calling your doctor um, to diagnose an issue that you had, I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't just pick up the phone and be on the phone with you for, you know, 30, 45 minutes to talk through your problems and then diagnose you over the phone. No, he would not. What you would do is you would call your doctor. They would talk to you for a minute. The nurse would give you, you know, an idea of what you could do in the meantime, take some Tylenol, rest, and then schedule an appointment with you. It is the same in our business. You you decide what your value is. And if you hold yourself to that standard, other people will respect that. And as turn, they value you more as well. 
So what I do with my clients is I make them have some skin in the game. Okay. Otherwise you're just resorting yourself to every other loan officer. You're not separating yourself from the rest. You're just treating every person as a transaction. Therefore they think of you as a transaction and they're not coming back to you because that's all you were was just a transaction to them. You're just a rate. The difference is creating a relationship with your clients so that um, they view you as an expert and they come to you for all of their needs now and in the future. How you do that is you have a quick call. So just like any you know lead that you get, you have a, maybe a five to 10 minute call with your clients find out what's going on with them, you know, get some of their symptoms and their situation. And then you introduce yourself and outline the process of what they can expect. Then you have them take an application. Really, they're putting a little bit of skin in the game. You bought yourself some time. You've just leveraged some time for yourself. They're getting that taken an application so you can actually do your job properly. Then they turn in all their documentation and you then schedule a financing appointment and go over their numbers with them in great detail. I do Zoom meetings with all of my clients. So what it looks like is like a 10, five to 10 minute phone call in the beginning. They work on their stuff. I get everything I need to do my job right. And then I have a 30 minute meeting so that it's one and done. We've had a fantastic meeting. They got all their information and I have just freed up a ton of time that most lenders spend talking to their clients over and over, trying to get them, you know, give them information before you have all the information to really give them exactly what they need to move forward. Okay, so this brings me to systems. This all sounds great. Okay, that's great, Sarah. That's super simple. Just do that. Well, <laughs> unless you have a system in place to handle it, when you tell them, here's our process, you have to have a detailed system of how you treat every single client and it's the same every single time. When you Once you have a system and consistency, it's very easy because you know what to expect, they know what to expect, and, and you're gonna hit your expectations every single time. You're never gonna let anyone down because you already have it all laid out of what's gonna happen. You know the time frame it's gonna happen in, and you have like the necessary items to communicate with your clients, with your referral partners, really timely. It's all done. You're not recreating the wheel every time with every client. That's what eats up a ton of time. And it's not just about, you know, outline creating your business, which is really important, but also about having your email templates, having text templates so that you're not even rewriting text messages every time. You have set texts that you can copy and paste from like your notes. Um, letting people know, hey, this is who I am. Here's how you can apply. Here's the next steps. Whatever it is, you should have those things that you rewrite over and over. You all know what they are. All the emails that you rewrite, do them once, make them look really nice, save them and reuse them. It's a huge time saver. And it sounds really simple, but I think we just get going in our business and then we don't take the time to go, okay, I'm going to turn this into something I'm going to reuse. So the reality is, is that not only have I, you know, built a ton of value with my client because I've met with them in person via Zoom, technically, they saw my face, I saw their face, okay? Uh, it's a good we connection, that's what numbers. we're dealing with right now, right? We're Zooming right now, I yeah. see your face. Penny. It's a good connection right now, that's exactly what everyone needs these days too, so. Right, mm -hmm. right, because you get so much more from a person yes. when, you're, when you're connecting mm -hmm. with them, 
because you can see them. You can mm -hmm. see that you're going through something and they're thinking about it. And they yep. maybe they click and you're like, okay, wait, do you have a question about <laughs> what I just went over? Like if you're on the phone, you have no idea what's happening. That's why having the meeting is so important. And you just built this huge amount of value that 90% of people are not doing consistently. But the reality is, is that you also had a system in place. So from the point that they took an application to the time you had that meeting, if you're efficient, it was like 48 hours. And this is no, no joke. I, I mean, we're pre-approving people, fully pre-approving them with all documentations, often income underwritten. And I had a Zoom meeting to go over their numbers. They have a pre-approval letter along with their referral partner. And it's been 48 hours. That's before most lenders are even calling people back. Okay. So I think we get super wrapped up in like, we got to do this call and, and then you put it on a list and then it doesn't happen. You can get through so much more work in a day and buy yourself time by being efficient and systematic. All right. Well, another way that you can implement these systems, and it's probably really crucial in reality, because you're like, Sarah, I have a ton of business right now. And great, I built a system, but how do I do all this myself? Well, you can't. You can't. You have to have a team. You have to have a team. And it's not about being the martyr where you do all the things yourself so that you can make all the money. Cool. You want to make all the money? Great. Work 70, 80 hours a week, and you can have all the money to yourself. But if you do it just right, and you hire the right people so that your clients have high touch and your referral partners have high touch and you have time to actually have a life. So does your team. Everyone is happier. It is a repeatable system and implemented correctly. You'll have more business over the lifetime of your career than you would ever have trying to just take all of it for yourself. You know, it, it does it hurt a little bit in the beginning. Will you make as much money as you did? No, you will not. Will you have quality of life? Yes. Will you employ other people so that they can grow and have improve their lives? Yeah, you will. You'll do all those things. And then in turn, your business will grow substantially. It's basic. You have to hire people to help you provide the service that you promised that you would to your clients. Also, I mean, we've talked about this so many times, uh, but you got to know your why. If your why is to make all the money, well, then I guess just work all the time. Cool, cool. Uh, if your why is to make, you know, a great living so you can do things for your kids that you didn't have for yourself and whatever it is, um, then, or maybe your why is to buy a boat. Well, how are you going to enjoy your boat, okay, if you're working all the time? How are you going to spend time with your kids if all you're doing is working? And I'm not talking about your home with your kids. Well, I'm, I'm home. I'm talking about being present with your children being present with your spouse and being present with yourself. Because if you're always on your phone, um, you're not, and might as well just be gone. Cause it hurts a lot more to be sitting in a room with your family and all you're doing is looking down, responding to stuff or stepping away to take. Phone and personally, calls. that's not being present. That's still present for you, not for them. Right. Right. You're, you're soaking up all of their stuff cause you're sitting there, but they're getting nothing of you. Mm -hmm. I just think it's so funny. And, I might be calling a few people out here, but you guys, we all get a lot of phone calls and text messages. Okay. Yeah, that's what we do these days. Right. We all do. Does it make you feel really important that you're constantly responding to them the second they come in? Because it doesn't matter if you wait a minute or not, you can respond in 
you can take a minute, be present in the moment and respond later. It's just a choice. You're not going to lose business over it. No way. There are things in this business that maybe need to be handled immediately. For sure they are. There are. But I would say that those are the exception, not the rule. And generally the things that are really timely are handled during business hours. But is there a deal that you need to rescue or someone that needs a pre-approval letter right now? There is once in a while. And you do need to say, I'm sorry, I got to step away. But people are way more forgiving to give you the moment to step away and handle something when it's a rarity rather when it's just the regular. So how do you handle all of the incoming calls and texts? And how do you know who needs your attention right now and who can wait a minute? Well, I mean, it's really simple, but I program everyone in my phone. I program everyone, all my leads, all my clients, all the agents on every side of a transaction. So I always know who's calling me. That's first and foremost. And then you automatically know generally by who's calling you, if it's a priority that you need to drop what you're doing, or if it's something that can wait until you have a minute. If it's during family time though, if it's in the evening and um, I don't feel like I can step away for a phone call to answer a phone call and a call comes in from someone I know or don't know, I send an immediate text, okay? You should have text message signatures set up. You can customize your text message signatures to say whatever you want. And I have one that basically says, thank you for calling. Uh, I'm on, I'm on the other line right now, or I'm in a meeting. I can get back to you shortly. Uh, please let me know how I can help. Okay. Immediately from that text, you responded to them very quickly. They know that you saw their call and you sent them a text message asking how you can help them. Okay. I didn't say, if you notice, I said shortly, I did not give a time frame on when I was going to call them back. Okay. That's key. Never promise that you don't know you can deliver on. So I say shortly, and then they respond to that text message. Oh, I got your number for, from so-and-so, and we're looking to buy, and we want to start the process. Okay, fantastic. Is that a phone call that I have to make in that moment? No, it's not necessary. Okay, so then you just respond to that text. Now they've opened communication, and you can continue to communicate via text. You have text templates set up. You get them started on the next steps. You tell them when you can call and connect. They're happy you've taken care of them. You still have that phone call, but it's on your time. If it's something that has to happen in that moment, yeah, we're making an offer right now. I really need an updated pre-approval letter. Fantastic. When are you making your offer? You guys ask questions. People say they're making offers and everyone just drops what they're doing. That's sometimes necessary if they're making the offer in the next 30 minutes and you need to go get the letter out. But sometimes like, oh, I'm making it at um, 10 a.m. tomorrow. I just want to see what our payment will be. Cool. I absolutely can get that to you. I'm having family dinner right now. Is it okay if I get that to you, you know, at eight? Um, yes, it's great. The thing is, is that you set boundaries for yourself of what you promise to your family, to yourself, to, you know, to your spouse of what you've committed to them for time. So when you tell people, like, you don't have to say, I'm not available. You don't have to say, I don't answer my phone during these hours. I never say that. I am available. If you're making an offer and you need to buy a house, I'm there to help you. But if you are gracious with me, right? Um, if you tell someone I'm in the middle of like laying down with my kids to read them a book right now, I can get that out to them in like 45 minutes. Um, they're going to say, fantastic. Or often they're going to say, oh, no, 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 no problem. I, could you get it to me in the morning? We're, 
You know, people don't really want to necessarily put you out. The problem is, is that we're not communi communicating boundaries whatsoever to people. We're just assuming that we have to be at their beck and call when honestly they respect you. And when you tell someone, I'm doing this right now, but I'm absolutely can get you within this time frame, then they appreciate that you are stepping away from something to service them. It's not, it's like, it's not a, like, I don't know, brain buster. I was trying to say brain buster. I just thought of those brain, brain buster show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it's not, it's not a brain buster. It's really, really simple stuff. Um, but it's just about communicating, having expectations. And then you have your boundaries set for yourself. Your boundaries are a line that you decided you will not cross. That's what a boundary is. So if you're going to make an exception to that, to that boundary, it doesn't hurt to tell someone I'm making this exception for you. Is it, you know, do you need it right now? And they can communicate whether it's absolutely necessary in that moment, or if you, if they can give you a couple hours to where you're free. I've never lost a client because they feel like I'm not, I'm not available. Everybody feels like I'm available. That's the point is of having things in place to be able to handle clients and be responsive at all, at all times, basically, um, but without taking away time from your family. That's why having systems are so important and having things set up like text, auto text, um, asking questions when they actually need you because on the opposite, my clients feel like I'm super communicative. They're super appreciative of me jumping to help them because you don't always have to drop what you're doing. That's the point of this whole technology world we live in. You can text someone or sometimes let's be honest, they don't need a response right now. It's nine o'clock at night and you don't need to answer their question about their pay stub. It can wait until the next morning. That is you feeling the need to do these things, but it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to happen at 10 o'clock at night, midnight. Okay. Those aren't things you need to respond to. You can decide what's important and not important, and you're not going to lose anybody for it. On the other hand, there are those people that just want you to give everything right away over the phone. They want you to drop what you're doing. They want to know what rates are without giving anything to you. Okay. I'll play that game. And that's up to you if you want to do that. But I don't play that game because we all know that that person is never going to see your value. You're always going to be a commodity and they're going to ask and they're going to take and take. And then at the end, they might leave you anyways. So why invest all that energy into that person when you could put that energy into somebody else that does see your value? And those people are far and few between. But in the beginning of my career, you know, I learned that lesson the hard way. And we all have where you bend over backwards for someone just to get burned. And you knew in your gut it was going to happen anyways. Cut, cut it, cut them out. Don't even, it, it works this way. You get put some skin, I put some skin, we're in this together. Okay, we're playing the game together. If you don't, don't want to give anything, then I'm sorry. I don't have time for you because I'm an expert. <laughs> and I, this isn't how I work. So that's your choice of how you want to model your business. And those people, you probably wouldn't have had anyways, and they wouldn't have been repeat clients. So it's like no harm, no foul. All you did was save yourself a ton of time and heartache. I think also what's super important and especially with working from home is being really, really efficient at work. Okay. When you're at work, whether you're at home at work or at work, work, you're working. 
<laughs> you're not shopping online. You're not paying your bills. You're not calling on personal stuff. You know, um, you're working. That's what you're doing. Even with my kids, I draw lines about that because they're at home all summer and they're at home with online schooling and they're trying to FaceTime me all day long. And so you have to set rules. I can't be interrupted. I am working all day long so that when I come home, I feel like I put in, I put it in the hours. And if you're being honest with yourself, the times that you come home and you feel like you still have a ton of stuff to do, you were not productive during the day because you had a list, you started off with it and you didn't finish. And so now you feel like, okay, well, I got to carve out time for my family to get through this list. You either were not efficient, which is most times, I mean, or also you set unrealistic expectations to your clients that you could not meet. But when you're at home and you're trying to work from home, you're not also trying to do the laundry, okay? You're not trying to food prep, you're working. So you have to just separate yourself. You have to compartmentalize what is family and house time and what is work time. Because if you're at home and you're trying to do all these things and multitask, you guys, multitasking is the most inefficient way to work, period, okay? So you, there's no such thing. If you want to be efficient, you focus on what you need to do, you get it done and you move on to the next thing. And that doesn't include working on, you know, um, the pictures that you need to organize in your photo album where you're making phone calls. Not, not the same, <laughs> not, not efficient. Um, the other thing I think is, is that a lot of people are inefficient because they waste time on the wrong things. So you're at work and you're focusing on busy work. You're trying to get things done that maybe that's not as super important. You need to get done the things that are going to push the needle forward. We talk about this in a lot of other episodes about being efficient and focusing on what you have to do rather than like, what's the easy thing to do, right? When you get to work, you do all the hard things, you get them done rather than wasting time on the wrong things. You can grow your business. Absolutely. And still work just 40 hours a week. I'm doing it right now as a mom of three kids, more business than ever. And it's just about systems, boundaries, and setting expectations. Control your time. You choose how you spend it. You choose what's important to spend your time on, whether it's a work thing or a family thing. It's all your choice. So spend the time now to design the business the way you want it. Put your systems into place so that you can implement it Hire the people you need to support you so you have the time for yourself and for your family and for others. And then roll, you guys. I mean, we all can do it. It's just whether you, you want to or not. You could be on your phone all day long if you really wanted to, all day long. I, I don't want to, okay? I want to be doing fun stuff with my kids. And so that's why I spent the time to put these things into place and you can do it too. Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation.
For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.